Good Neighbors is brought to you by the Where They May Radio Podcast Network. Visit wheretheymay.com to buy our merch and find our Patreon for exclusive bonus content from us and other shows broadcasting on Where They May Radio. Last time on Good Neighbors. The Baron has been defeated in combat and submits to a contract where they will never bother anyone on this side of the planet again. Before he goes, he reveals the Beacon's plan to siphon cells from the monster's world and use them to convert all of Constance into their ghoulish underlings. The good neighbors return home bloodied, but alive. for one. Mm. Cassius, you heal for one. Oh, thank God. Hey, Flint. Yes, Beck? There is a hole in you. Yeah, Flint, you heal for one, buddy. You- oh, cool. That brings me back down to seven. <laughs> you don't go. You don't have any harm past the maximum boxes, okay. so you'd be down to six. I'm, uh, I'm tapped out there, though. I'm sorry. I'm going to need to... Uh, Rejuice. It's all right. And uh, the elevator pings, and you're in the Constance Community Center on its first floor. And uh, like a janitor who's just mopping up at the end of the day because it's like like eight o'clock. Looks around. Goes, "Oh, oh, hey, whoa, hey." Are you okay? Whoa, what happened? It's all right. It's all right. And they like start taking like kung fu poses with the broom that they have or their mop. And it's like, where's, where's the danger? I'm going to point up my like waterlogged boots and be like, don't worry. We're qualified. We're the water department. Leans over. Is this some sort of secret society? No, we're the water department. We, we work with pipes. It's very dangerous in places where there are alligators in pipes. Is this like some sort of Super Mario situation? Yes. Look, I can tell that you're an astute mind. This is like a a sex thing, I think. You should just go. It's going to get weird. I'm looking at Beck this whole time. He stretches his face out extremely uncomfortably. Starts to back out. Yep. Good, Good choice. A sex thing. We are bleeding. Actively bleeding. Look, I ain't trying to yuck anyone's yums, Beck, but I don't Dude. think now is the time to tell us this. I'm calling. I'm calling. That's whatever. We don't we know EMTs now? You do, yeah. Should we try to get medical attention or should we just yeah. go to the storage? Yeah, let's head to the storage shed. Tell them to meet us there. Tell them that we're gonna need a quick patch up between a real before a real nasty fight. Yeah, an emergency patch up because we're all dying. We can pay them in pirate golds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you, Cassius, your paintings. Oh no! <laughs> we cut to <laughs> Octavian, <laughs> the farmers. All of the paintings that have been stacked up, like. 
Hello? We have to go back. Is anyone coming? <laughs> and like a parade of, shut up. We have they to left us here. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Head back to the elevator. <laughs> elevator doesn't go anywhere. We, Damn it. We have to go back to his store. Maybe, maybe, maybe those first few rooms are real. All right. Yeah. Head to the storage locker. <sighs> Do you take the bus? No, I have the... Uh, oh. Hmm. No, everyone's transportation is at the store. I'll steal a car. Can we call Chalamet? Let's have the EMTs drive us and have Chalamet meet us there. Yeah, that works for me. That way the EMTs can work on us while they drive us. Oh, oh! I okay. was holding my hand over the hole in my chest and I think I touched an organ. Rough. Uh, you super <laughs> did. And uh, the EMTs show up in about four minutes. And uh, everyone can go ahead and mark stable. Nothing. I'm not gonna make the car crash or anything. <laughs> hey, June. Uh, yeah. When the Baron bit you, did he use like a weird amount of tongue? <laughs> Don't fucking do this. <laughs> uh, June is going he did to. With me and I just wanted to know if it was all of us or if it was <laughs> just specifically me. Is going to take out their headphones at that and uh, just put them on and start listening to Hang Me Out to Dry by the Cold War Kids. I'm I guess so, it I was just me then. I'm, I guess so. I can't hear. I'm sorry. I'm alone in this, huh? <laughs> no one knows my pain. Why are all the monsters so horny for Cassius? I don't know. It's a blessing and a curse. The EMT show up, and they start driving you over to the storage shed. <laughs> All joy. You get there, and everything's fine. Also, Dana is there, and Dana's like, hi. What's happening? <laughs> what, what extremely chaste thing is happening? Cassius, you might need to explain it to her, like, the whole yeah. story. Uh, right. So... Cassius, what's going on? Um, why are you covered in blood? Well, it's mostly mine, to be fair. Well, that's good. At a certain point, I think I'm gonna make like a PowerPoint so we can just sort of like yeah get like, it done really like fast. a like a like, Google Doc that we can just share the link for like yeah. a like a Jehovah's Witness track yeah like a, like a chick track <laughs> right so uh, Dana here's the thing you know how like you guys have an extremely good humor for people who are mostly dead looking yeah. It's really all you have. You need it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you remember it's how like rude, actually. But well, I'm sure you've had a bad day. I think my life is about to get turned upside down, so I think I'm entitled to it. Right. Well, you know how like I when I first met you, I told you that I wasn't a psychic. Um. Please continue. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I wasn't lying. I was just wrong. And it turns out... Um, I really don't know if there's any way I can explain this in a way that will sound credible. Because I think it's just going to sound like more excuses. Um, yeah, it's uh, this. To, to be honest, it sounds like the start of a psychotic break where you have committed a mass murder. And I'm about to be the next person to be killed. So I might start moving towards my car if it's all the same to you. All you're right. right. You're, you're safe, Dana. You're safe. Well, do I you mean, remember, you're not safe. You're safe from us. Hey, Dana, do you remember all those people from the party at the beach that you went to? 
Yeah, yeah. A weird, weird gaggle of folks. Yeah. So those are all people who also know that this stuff is real. Um, and a lot of us have been touched by it in less than great ways. If you remember Cleo, that's how she lost a finger. Oh, yeah. If you've seen me coming home cut up and stitched up and bruised... I didn't lose my hand in a car accident, Dana. I lost it to a mm. horny, horny dragon boy in, in Shalomir's basement. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that about the dragon? He's very sensual. It, uh, really, that's what you meant. I thought you were talking about, like, spines on its head or something. True. I think Beck, uh, like, holds out, uh, like, their arm... That's all slashed up, and we'll go to magically heal it as an amount of proof for Dana. Uh, five, uh, eight. We can just say short duration. I'm really sure. just trying to. Yeah. Okay, so I kind of thought that you were into some like big organized crime for a lot of this. It's sort of like that. We are anything but organized, I would say. That's not inspiriting. Yeah, sorry. I had a rough one. Simple version is monsters are real. Yeah. This storage shed keeps them out. It's special like that. There's also, and I open the door, three government agents sitting in my storage shed that you can hang out with. (laughs) And uh, each one of them goes, oh, come on. (laughs) Yeah. And and June and me are kind of wizards. Yeah. Do do I get special powers now? Is that is that the price of knowing? Do I get secret superpowers? I could try to teach you something later, but we're a little pressed for time. Okay. And what you, am I supposed to do? Honestly, just just you can dissociate and and read a book and kind of. I was, to... I was doing that first thing for sure. Yeah, you for can... sure. You're doing. You're so good. You just hang out in the storage shed, and we'll take care of everything. Cassius, was I ever at any risk while in the house that you also stayed at? In a very, I mean, in a like an abstract way, yeah. But I told you that if we were ever in danger, I'd let you know. And that's why I brought you here. Remember when we both okay. woke up at this exact same time because of nightmares? Yeah. yeah. And I promised you that if I knew that we were in danger, I'd let you know. This is me letting you know. I guess thank you, then for protecting me again. <sighs> okay. Okay. What do normal people do who don't have superpowers? Do I just oh, like... I, sh- I shoot them. I don't have any superpowers. Well, I didn't have any superpowers. I'll, uh, I'll pull out my gun. I don't know what that my means. Revolver and be like, here. If it would make you feel don't safer. Don't shoot normal people. Flint was saying that if you're a normal person, you shoot the monsters. Yes. Yeah. He slowly, don't... cautiously takes the gun. Uh, Cassius, you might need that because I don't think you can fire any of the guns I have with only one hand. I'm going to pull out my nunchuck. Here, and I hand her the assault rifle. No, that's okay. The the big ones skeeve me out. Um, and I noticed that you have a sword, so this is a, mm, I don't know what to do about this. Is there a secret society? Is there like an induction ceremony? There's a couple. Oh, great. 
you can join Beck's cult if you want. Is it a? It's a cult, huh? I mean, it's, it's, it's not like a school. We, we say cult in kind of a, a tug-and-cheek sort of way, but it, it is like a, a monster hunting society where you could, you know, learn martial arts and magic if you so choose. Oh, so the nunchucks thing was very serious. Um, why wouldn't they be? What do you think? I just carry nunchucks around for a bit? I do. That's why I originally <laughs> bought them, but since then they have taken on a very practical use, yes. Mm. Gunshots You're... always have a practical use, but okay. Okay. So, am I going to die regardless? Like, is there some sort of impending um, doom that I need to worry about? Um, we're gonna stop it. Yeah. I have some pretty high college debt, so, like, I could, you know, there... I could fight it and get out of it somehow. There... You know, fight the there crime. is... There's danger, but we're gonna we're gonna handle it, and you're gonna be safe in Flint's shed. Okay. Look, if you'd feel better, I'll... you could go home for a few days, spend it with your parents. Uh, I know you don't have the best relationship with them, but constant seems to be the main source of danger. Get out of here! I, I don't know. All right. And maybe I'm still in shock here, but my sustainability degree has not carried me very far. I haven't done a lot of good yet, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I think I want to help, but I don't know how. All right. Um... And maybe I will change my mind tomorrow if I go to bed and I wake up tomorrow and monsters are real and they could rip my face off. But I guess if there's doom, I should do something. What do I do? Flint's the expert here, so we generally just kind of take his lead. Um, you study. Old man Flint O'Hare, the crazy man from the docks, is the planner. Oh yeah, all those shit I've been yelling about in the docks. It's real. Oh yeah, we'd be we'd be lost without him. Bruce Springsteen is the Jersey Devil. Hundred percent. One of the Muppets is a monster. Is an alien. Yes. Uh. I believe it's Smoochums. Mm. Uh, also, uh, bon- John Bon Jovi is an archangel who's actually uh, fighting Bruce Springsteen for the soul of New Jersey. I was right to stay out of New Jersey. That is what living on a prayer is all about, actually. I think I think maybe you should just take it easy for a bit. So if you want to help, uh, I've got an entire list of books on cryptozoology in the back leftmost corner. Okay. Start learning. There isn't a lot you could do in the immediate moment if you don't know what you're up against. Okay. I guess I can do that. Um Where there are there good monsters? We've met one. Two. Two ish. Hi. I wave a tentacle. Three. Three-ish. Wait, what are all the good monsters? A shape-changer person? Well, that's... Eh. Uh, okay. Um, well, do... Me. Hi. Well, I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah, I'm a good monster. Yeah, Great. Are. I'm real friendly. So, uh, do, do all monsters talk, then? No. 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 Okay. How about, maybe, I start trying to figure out, like... Is, do, you, do, you, do you domesticate monsters? Do you put them in a field? 
or something. Now, we usually well, kill them. One, uh, the people who are currently fighting have seemingly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but they're also trying to release a monster apocalypse on the entire world. Right. Starting with Constance. Flint. The three uh, bureau agents go. Excuse me. Flint. Oh yeah, I should uh, fill you in on that. I think we're gonna, uh, for the sake of expediency. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Cassius, Dana is your ally. Mm -hmm. uh, so if there's something you want her to do, she will reasonably try to get it done. Though she's listed as confidant. So mm -hmm. if you just want to give uh, her to give you emotional support, she can do that. I don't have anything real specific for her to do at the time being, to be honest. I kind of just wanted her to not be hurt. Um, for sure. Well, she's definitely going to do whatever it takes to stay safe. Yeah. Uh, Cassius, if I could give you a, a bit of an idea and a piece of advice, and I would like to put my hand around his shoulder and lead him away from the other two real quick. Uh, Cassius, ah. I don't I don't think I'm gonna really uh, be walking around after I look down at the hole in my chest. However long this lasts... Maybe we could uh, set your friend up with Lewis and the two of them could study together, kind of help you guys make plans since I won't be able to. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if Dana's really monster hunting. I mean, I know she said she wants to help, but I don't want her to be dragged into this just because she knows me. Choice is yours, friend, but... uh. At least sitting in the shed and yeah, talking to you about it might help. Yeah, I think I'm maybe more of Cassius a soundboard than a hunter. Maybe Cassius just spends time like sort of filling her in on everything he knows about the weird and like how that has gone, and sort of sees if maybe she... her confidantery will clarify anything for him. She takes it weirdly well. Like she has had a pretty "this might as well happen" response to all of life, um, and because you've been so weird, she admits that she also kind of hasn't just kind of been ignoring it the whole time. She checks in and asks, like, "Hey, where'd Cassius go?" All the time, or uh, uh, you know, checks in with like the police station to see if anyone, uh, if you've been turned in, anything like that. And she's been asking around a lot. She's she's known something's been up for quite a while because you come home bloody sometimes. And less of like I've been expecting monsters, but now that you have explained it, oh, it all has become clear. Kind of deals. And you think that she probably isn't interested in physically fighting because she doesn't seem very interested in a lot of physical activity. But she's she is smart. She's just kind of beaten down by life. Mm -hmm. I think basically what he's going to try to do is give her as much information about the existing, like constant groups as he's had so that if anything happens to this group whatever they've discovered will survive beyond them and she can maybe like recollect whoever survives as like sort of just like someone who knows all the pieces like find Chalamet For and sure. find Rashida and find mm -hmm. Lewis. Yeah I like that she says that makes sense and is feasible for her to do so she'll do it given her lack of training while Cassius is coaching her, I'm gonna like walk up behind Cassius and just hit him with a healing spell. Oh, thank God! 
She asks ooh. if there's like an insurance plan. Uh, <laughs> I'll take a harm there. Sounds good. What? <laughs> Fair trade. Um, and then uh, I'm gonna hit Flint real quick. Don't worry about me. Are you Truthfully, sure? yeah. yeah. Uh, back. Right. He can't die until right. the end of this. I'll hit myself. I can then. grievously wound him and add so many negatives that he'll ruin everything for everybody else. Yeah. But or in terms I'll, of actual genuine health, he I'll, can't I'll die. I'll heal back. Hey, Voxcars. Ooh. I got Voxcars and Snake Eyes confused for a second. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Constance is supposed to be the epicenter of a big new evolution. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that comic that became a meme where the dinosaurs wanted to turn everyone else into dinosaurs, and Spider Man was like, You could cure cancer. But Sauron was like, I just want to turn everyone into dinosaurs. It's kind of like that. They're just going to monsterfy everyone. Uh, Hector is totally confused what you're saying. And uh, I think Wyetta is like, Oh, no, I get it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Makes perfect yeah. sense. When, when Spider-Man was a substitute teacher at the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jean Grey school, yeah. yeah. We, we've all seen it. Love Popular meme. Popular meme. Anyway. How, uh, how much time of daylight do we have left? Uh, not very much. Yeah. Uh, it, the sun is currently going down. We need to head to Tupelo and cut off those monsters before they head into Constance. Do we think that's happening tonight? Or do we think... 100%. I think we're gonna have to fight them and then hold them off until dawn when we get fresh light. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Unless... I would like to roll armory. For what? The sun? UV lights. Um... I think you, Flint, will know, based on your research... It needs to be direct sunlight. There is no shortcuts. Mm. You need to hit it with the true blue sunbeam. Those things like that can hurt it. And yeah, it I was wondering sting. if that would like maybe slow it down. Sure. Since okay. In that aren't, case, aren't there more than one? There are. Yeah. Yeah. So if we could trap one under UV, uh, one of the weaker ones under UV lights until morning, while we get the other one. Yeah. Give it a go. Uh, I would like to use my last point of luck. That bad? Okay. So you will now count as doomed from this point forward. Really? So I'm, I, I am at zero. I am at seven harm. No luck. I've called in my berserk and my long goodbye. There is no way to survive this evening. You are fully just <laughs> kind of like a revenant now. I love it. it. I will also tell you. Uh, that when you are doomed, every failure is going to be catastrophic. Oh, didn't know that. <laughs> okay, so today's going to be good. Can I? I love doomed. Can I just say, if we don't think that they're going to do the big monster stem cell shit tonight, maybe a storage shed would be a good place to lure. Just well, the, uh, remember what? Uh, remember what uh, the Baron said. Uh, pretty uh, partway into tonight they're going to lose control over those two things and if we don't cut them off before that they're just going to wreak havoc on the town well if we get them into this storage facility we they could funnel them can't. in through one entrance 
this, not this storage unit, the facility. If we can bar every entrance except for one, do we, we do can we close off that exit once they enter into our... Do we have any idea as to how long until, uh, until they lose control? No. I, I think that if we take the fight to the swamp, then even if they do lose control, then maybe the chupacabras will also attack beacon members. And while it won't be great to have them unleashed, maybe they could also attack our enemies. My only concern is that uh, up until they lose control, if we're near the beacon, then that means that we're also fighting the beacon at the same time. It'll be and a I don't fight. Have, I don't have the, the, the blood left to, I think, fight both a chupacabra and the beacon. Yeah, I... I don't know if we can handle both of these at the same time. I think we deal with the chupacabras tonight and the beacon is a tomorrow problem. Or at the very least, a later in the evening problem. If we can kill the chupacabras, if it's 8.30 p.m. now, if we can kill them by like Well, I assume it's not noon. just us. Yeah. We're going to have the bureau, right? Right, yeah. I thought course, they were hiding obviously. out at the bar with the South Swamp Devils. Well, we did it. We've... From Flint did a funny bit where he went, "Here are three. They're here now. Yeah. So oh, oh, yeah. They all the, came the bureau, the bureau stayed in the shed. It was the, uh, it was the bulwark that went to the bar. Well, the bulwark also got their shit rocked, so yeah. they're not yeah. doing so. Good no right offense, now. but it seems like yeah. the bureau did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, not ideal, but maybe <sighs> if our there's like a visible pain. If our two organizations, Miss Tui, work together, we can hold off the beacon until you guys finish off the Chupacabra. You can call me Grandmaster Tui. It's fine. Oh, I didn't know you had gotten to the rank. Congrats. Fine. Acting, acting Grandmaster. Acting Grandmaster. Sure. But yeah, we can maybe try to hold them off until you guys can take care of one and then join us for the last bit. Okay. That works for me. Uh, June, you think the devils can play a communication between the two groups? Fighting stragglers while keeping sure both sides are informed? Sure, yeah. Probably. Perfect. Do we have any other allies to call on? Yeah. Uh, Lewis and Chalamet should be on their way. Okay. And well, hey, uh, EMTs. Hello, I am <laughs> Doctor Medical School. Hi, I am five EMTs. We're like a high find. <laughs> we are. We are a EDM band. Uh, EDM right. band. You, uh, I have a list over here of the people who were at the kind of big reveal that happened at the power plant. You think you okay. could get a lot, lot of them in touch and funnel them to uh, those that want to funnel them towards uh, uh, Hector over here? Yeah, of course. Um, I no one sees this as a big, big breach of privacy, but yeah, you can try. Sees what as a big breach of privacy? Using their personal contact information to get to go find them. Oh yeah. It's it's fine. This seems this seems important enough that it's probably worth the risk. Yeah. yeah. Should I have not been finding everybody's personal contact information when I met them? 
it seemed to have worked out. So, okay. Okay. You know, so long as no one is like a narc about it and kind of just looks at Hector, I think it should be fine. <laughs> I, I, why mm, peeps up? We would be hypocrites if we challenged you on that right now. That's fair. All right. So we have a plan. Constance is going to protect itself with the assistance of the Bureau. And the four of us are going to go after... Oh, that's my organs. We're going to go after the, uh... The Chupacabra. Okay. Uh, do we get... Do we take a... Danny Peeps up. Do we take Do we take a nap first? What do we do? What's the big prep? Because otherwise it, it sounds like we just go in there and try to beat ass. But right, but how do we do yeah, this, right? Because we've got to wait until right, the sunrise. Yeah. We gotta and hold it's gonna off come the Chupacabra until sunrise. We have to we... fight them throughout the night. Yeah. This is a whole night we have to chase them and stay on their asses. We can't let them escape. Otherwise, they're going to hurt innocent people. We try to, like, trap them and, like, stall them. Yeah, we can try and get them in a, in a, in a trap. Well, we don't really have to kill the chupacabra, do we? Because yes. no, no, that's what I'm saying. Is you have yeah. a spear that stops it in place wherever it's at, mm-hmm. so you get but that. There's in- two of them. We'll trap the mom and then fight the smaller guy. Yeah. Okay. I gotta go get some gear. Uh... Should I meet y'all at the swamp? Yeah, that sounds good. Alright, June's gonna head out. June heads out? Yeah, June is going to head back to their apartment and um, like reach under their bed and pull out a trunk that is covered in dust and like wipe the dust away, open it up. And uh, in it is uh, their old South Swamp Devil cut. And uh, they're going to, like, put that on over their coat. They're going to go over to the mirror and shave their head so they're completely bald. And then um, when they go to leave, they're going to stop at the door, look back behind them, pull another trunk out from under their bed, open it, and inside is the book from James and uh, a snuff box. uh, And they're going to pocket both. And then uh, head out. We see the door close behind you uh, and uh, another open as we see the shack that James once used to use to walk between this world and the next. We see the beacon, you know, members of it, walking in and out of it over and over and over again, uh, almost clown car-like, see, with so many that go in and out. Uh, And every time they come back, uh, they come carrying, like, these gross handfuls of sludge, effectively. Uh, as, uh, uh, it seems to be, like, burning their hands that once they drop it into this, like, great pit, this, this giant dugout hole in the ground, uh, their hands start to regenerate with 
like new flesh, new claws uh, from that which has touched them. And uh, the camera pans out as we see that this great wide pit of some kind of mucousy fluid uh, amidst the shacks that they had all uh, set up. And uh, I think we hear a chorus of howls in the night as the moon begins to rise. I think we should end this little sequence here with what I assume is some is a, a sort of rev up, because uh, this is it. The uh, the finale starts immediately after this. So, what is the what are the last things each of you do before the end? So. Uh, what I want from you here is uh, you kind of have some kind of loose, uh, uh, you know, storytelling ability to kind of decide what, what happens for the immediate future. I'm not going to, like, punish you for trying to do something small and creative here. Um, and I'm definitely also not going to address, like, any real time wasting that occurs. You know how on, like, TV shows, so, like, you you took 10 minutes to say goodbye while the, the demon was killing 80 people. I'm not going to do that. So So don't feel like you have to, like, do any any weird gymnastics here to make that scene work or be comfortable or have to justify it morally. You're fine. So yeah, so let's let's go ahead and get started here. Does anyone have any requests? Yeah, I want to grab June. Where are we? Right outside the shed. Everybody's getting ready. Everybody's loading weapons up. People are getting ready for a fight. I just need to talk to June before I fight. Uh, so I think June is probably headed back to the shed after stopping by their apartment. Um, they're sporting their their old gang uh, vest and stuff, and uh, they look badass and ready for a fight. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, the two of you see each other. You get, you know, the call sign. Hey, to uh, talk. June, could I... Uh... I talk to you for a second. I need a, a real big favor. Yeah, what's uh, what's up, Flint? So, I'm not gonna say assuming you win this because, well, look at you. You're fucking gorgeous. You're absolutely winning this. But you get to keep these powers, and no one gets a say in it. That that essentially makes you an immortal superhero and shit, right? Uh, ooh, I don't know about that but sure yeah your words not mine i i have a real big favor i'm i'm going to disappear i'm i'm old i'm old as fucking dirt but i found something real cool about myself recently 5 10 years from now i'm gonna wake up as someone else and it's still going to be finn mccool it's still going to be flint o'hare and you're still gonna be June. Can you find little me? Fucking scar of the world. I don't care what you gotta do. Find little me. Make how, sure they're good. How will I know it's you? You'll know it's me. 
You're, you're practically my kid. You'll know it's me. All right. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll I'll do what I can, Flint. I'll try and uh, I'll try and find you. But I want you to make sure that the next me, the next me, lives up to their potential. They don't squander it. They don't waste it. They help people. They they do what I've done in these past couple months, year, with you and Beck and Cassius. Make sure that they're actually doing good, that they're not squandering it out of fear or anger. You make sure that the next me is as good as... as good as you. I can't touch the spear, though, and I can't go in the shed, so you le- leave that shit to someone else, but, uh, That's yeah. fine, I'll leave, I'll leave that shit to Lewis and Cassius and them. I'll, but uh... There, there's, there's a good chance that you know, the next me's not going to turn 14 till Cassius and Beck and all them are, are old and gray, and you'll still be strong and hot, so be a good example to the next me. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll set them straight for you. Thank you, that means a lot. Thanks for saying I'm hot, I appreciate it. Yeah, well, we've got a good-looking crew here. That's why we keep winning. Prettiest people keep standing. That's how these stories work. We cut forward 500 years. Man has moved to another planet. Uh, The next uh, Finn McCool is like a hideous alien monstrosity. June shows up. Hey! (laughs) Gotta tell you about something real quick. (laughs) Me and your son are here to (laughs) to tell you about your true heritage. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't 100% my, uh, trust my son to find me considering how lost they got last time. <laughs> Camera pans over to Mr. Delaney happily doing the accounting work in the, <laughs> in the storage facility office. Who's up next? Uh, I think Cassius is just over in the corner like he's got his little shitty uh, pocket notebook and he's he's writing a long, long note um, to his dad. Um, and it's like all, all about like how he understands the, the choices that his dad made and like all that, uh, all that stuff about like, it's just a lot of him getting that stuff off his chest. And then I think we see Cassius take it and walk to the edge of the dock. And I want to try if I use sensitive to uh, try to get in contact with, with the largest lobster around. Okay. Okay, Soren is in a big fish scenario where his dad is turned to a gigantic <laughs> lobster. <laughs> so, I did say I don't have to justify anything. <laughs> you made a mistake, my friend. <laughs> I said, here's a little bit of power. And Soren went, Thank you, I'll have more. <laughs> so roll, it. roll Yes. Help me, Gert. Yes, Gert, thank you. That is a... From um, your side, uh, little Gert is holding your hand, and with your sight, you can see her face move like she's talking. Why are we doing this? He'll know how to find Really, why are we doing father. this? <laughs> He'll know how to find my father. <laughs> okay, what'd you roll? Nine. Nine. A 
Okay. Uh, seven to nine, you gave a hazy impression about something important. And what are you actually trying to accomplish? I want to I wanna find a lobster so I can give it to him to deliver to my dad. Okay. Because this is insane. <laughs> I don't think it has any tactical value. Sure. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> if this bites me in the ass later, as you're like, I, I summon <laughs> the lobster, I will kill it immediately. A knife will fall from heaven and stab it through the head. In the water, <laughs> scuttling on the in the sand. Sure, a big ass lobster. How big? What the, what are the specs on this bad boy? I, I don't Skate know how big a big lobster <laughs> is. Skateboard, skateboard big or like car big. Definitely not car oh, big. Geez. This is not a monster. Lobsters so, are immortal. They don't die unless you kill them. They it's, super die when they run it when they can't have the energy to molt. Uh, that's and they just correct. suffocate in their cells. So so if we're looking for the biggest, baddest lobster, we're looking at a 10, 11 pound lobster here. That's that sounds small. Uh a one pound <laughs> lobster is what you're used to seeing at restaurants. Google, Google will help me. Uh, the record for the largest documented lobster goes to one caught off the coast of Nova Scotia in 1977. It weighed 44 pounds, 6 ounces, and was estimated what? to be over 100 years old. To be what? Fair, I don't know that lobsters are incredibly uh, native to the Gulf of Mexico, I mean. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting some reference photos here. Uh, a 20-pound lobster is roughly the size of, like, a, a person's chest. Oh so it's, my it's pretty big. god! It's like an adult man's chest. Guys, is this how afraid we are of of this series ending? That we're delaying the inevitable by talking about lobsters? That's what's happening. A forty-four pound lobster <laughs> had a lot of its weight proportionally in its claws, which is bonkers. <laughs> big meaty. Cloud. Is that why Larry's forearms are like that? Probably. So, anyways. A torso-sized lobster shows up, I guess. Not the world's largest, but large enough that it's significant, because you asked. And I said yes. I'm gonna bend down, and I'm gonna tenderly place the note between its powerful, powerful pincers. I'm gonna say, <laughs> Hello, Lobster King of Constance Bay. It is good to see you. Long have I felt your presence at the edge of my consciousness. Long has our rivalry weighed on my mind. But I give you this note, not as an act of war, but instead as a sign of peace. I am not the man I once was, Lobster King of Constance Bay. But I beseech you, please deliver this with your very strong and meaty pincers to my father. Did you put the note in like a baggie or something, bud? Uh, is it in a bottle? <laughs> yes. Right. Oh, shit, you're right. Oh, I forgot about uh, how water works. It immediately yeah. goes into the water and the letter is just obliterated. <laughs> Sandwich packing uh, it. Yeah, I'm sure I've got some. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'm sure I've got some kind of. Can I use oops to find a bottle or something? Yeah, <laughs> sure. You, you could have just said you had one. It's fine. What say you to this bargain, Lobster King? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't talk. <laughs> but what about its vibe? 
It's vibe? Yeah, what's this vibe like? <laughs> it's vibe? Fine. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways, the lobster starts to scuttle away, and Gert passes you back the blunt you were smoking. Handy of you to hold that for me, Gert. <laughs> All right. What's the next thing that happens, please? Uh, I think June is going to uh, head over to, to Beck. And uh, June uh, has uh, like a satchel with them. Hey, what's up? You all, you all geared up, ready to go? Look, I don't know if you'll believe me, but I think I just saw Cassius talking to a giant fucking lobster. Oh, well, then it's probably the Lobster King of Louisiana, right? Hmm. Maybe. I mean, I've I've heard tell, but I always just thought that Cassius was full of shit, but... Don't, don't enter this into the fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like canon. He, I don't know what to tell you. He has a newsletter, so... Uh, what's in the what's in the bag? Yeah, I I ran back to my apartment to, to get some shit, and uh, on my way back here, I passed by uh, a dollar store and uh, I just dropped a 50 on the counter and got as much as I could fit in here. Uh, so that way you'd have like casting, you know, shit ready. Holy shit. Yes. I, it's good shit. I, uh, Beck looks in the bag. Is it really just dollar store stuff? Yeah, there's like some big league chew, there's some like matchbox cars. There's, uh, like, a shitty yo-yo. Uh, there's a slinky, you know, a callback to that time. June tried to use a slinky. There's all sorts of stuff in there. Well, I... I feel like a real ass, uh, but I, I, I've actually... I think I'm getting to the point where I don't really need components. Um, oh, well, but... Shit, but, you're good. You're good. Well, what do you say that... After all of this, you and me can can use this bag of stuff to, you know, help train members of the the board. Oh hell yeah, that that sounds rad. Uh, I think in the satchel, as like June is kind of like putting stuff back, I think maybe you get a glimpse of the Born book in there. Uh, I don't know if Beck wants to do anything with that, but I think maybe you catch a glimpse of it. Uh, yeah, so I, I see, you know, you got your standards, got your Mighty Beans, got your little toy soldiers, you got a little, um... Black Miasma emanating from the book. Got a little, um, Eldritch Grimoire up in there. You wanna... Is everything okay? Yeah, things, there... uh... Things are, things are good. Uh... Um... I'm fine. I I don't want I don't want it. I don't want this. I don't. I'm not stupid. Like I get that Flint's. This is his last kind of hurrah. But like, please don't give me your stuff. Like you might not make it out or something. Oh, I. I think we're gonna be fine. Uh, 
genuinely, I, I don't see us not making it out of here okay. Uh, this is just in case, you know, we need a little boost at the end. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not proud of it, and I'm not stoked to read it, but if there's a moment where I need an edge, you know, I'll, I'll take what I can. Okay. And I think that Beck kind of, uh, pulls you into a hug and kind of hides their, their face in your chest and just says, just don't do anything stupid. No promises, but, uh, right back at you. I think that's good. And like, come on, I'd give my shit to Cassius. Cassius? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah you make a buck off it, you know, off eBay or, or some sort of hustle, you know. If I gave it to you, you'd just use it for school. Yeah, probably. Well, hopefully we won't have to use the spooky book. Spooky book. Spooky book gives me the chills. Yeah, I've been keeping it under my bed, which is a real fucked place to keep it. Put it under your bed, dude! I've been having nightmares. I don't know why. I don't sleep anymore. <laughs> All right, and uh, uh, Beck, any final, final says? I think that... Uh, Beck will go over to Flint and <laughs> I like that all of you around Robin talking to each other except for Cassius who is off in his own corner ruining my day <laughs> I've got crustaceans to, to make peace with that's my <laughs> arc I, I think that Beck goes over to Flint and kind of keeps opening their mouth like they're going to say something and then closes it and uh so while you're doing that flint is getting his camera equipment together and uh lights and a recording camera and i heard cassius is meeting with the uh lobster king of louisiana this picture is gonna be my legacy don't fucking (sighs) anyway what's up I just, I just wanted to, you know, see how you're, you're doing. Aren't you? Jesus, man! Everyone's just acting like this is like so normal and cool and fine. And the fact that we have your fucking small intestine like duct taped back into your your rib cage, like that's normal. This is fine. And and it's. It's not fine, and I'm gonna miss you, and... Flint leans down and puts his hand on Beck's shoulder. Hey, you ever have grandparents? Yeah. I remember my grandmother. Uh, Parents both worked way too much, so I never saw them. My grandmother uh, raised me, my siblings... My cousins, she was there for us every step of the way. I was only 16 when she passed. Cousin was 
13, brother was 12. One of my cousins was already an adult, but for the three of us that were young, it was weird when she was gone. She was a guiding force for the lot of us. She showed us what right and wrong was, but... I gotta tell you, man, this is a really self-congratulatory pep talk, but I'm not saying you don't deserve it. (laughs) I'm not comparing myself to my grandmother. What I'm comparing is you to me. I was the most put-together sibling out of the three of us when she died. And it became up to me to make sure that my cousin didn't do too many drugs or my brother didn't steal too many cars. Because that's what rich kids did when they were bored. What I'm getting at is... You were always meant to be the leader. You're what I was when my grand passed away. You're the leader. You're the hero. You're gonna miss me, but it's gonna be it's gonna be all right, kiddo. Thanks, Flint. I just. I know that you you make sacrifices like really easily and you like risk your you put yourself on the line like really quickly for other people and um I know that you've like made your peace with it and and everyone seems to be acting like you know this is the this is normal and this is fine and I just want to let you know that like what you're what you're doing and like everything that you've done for us has been really incredible all right do you want to know a secret yeah. Sacrifices are only easy because I'm old as fucking dirt. I'm gonna be My, honest. We've we've never really been able to like put it like pin an H down. <laughs> You're kind of inscrutable in that way. I mean, good for you. You got really nice skin. Yeah, I know. And I hit up the gym every day to keep it tight. You keep it tight, man. Being a tight. <laughs> Being a tight old man's important to me. I always loved how tight you kept it. <laughs> oh, that I think sucked. That, I think that Beck is like crying and then also laughing and like puts her arms around uh, Flint's neck and like gives him a hug. The point uh, yeah. Flint's hugging back and the point I'm getting at, kid, is I've been able to make these sacrifice plays because I've done everything that I should have done. I've I've fallen in love. I've been a hero. I've been an anti-hero. I've I've tried and I failed, but you three, you got a long road to go. Let me make one last sacrifice play without feeling awful about it. Okay. And when I'm gone, make sure that, you know, I feel okay about going away because you're there. You're gonna keep June from doing too many drugs and you're gonna keep Cassius from stealing too many cars. And vice versa. Vice versa is important, but 
I'm, there's gonna be a weight on your shoulders. Oh, oh yeah, no, I just meant like stopping Cassius from doing drugs and chewing stealing cars, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that too. <sighs> the, the point I'm getting at is pretty soon you're gonna have to be the adult, even if you don't want to be. But I'm not worried about that, because you're gonna do amazing. You're... You've always been amazing. You're the one that found me. You're the one who got me out of crazy old man O'Hare. And I think uh, Beck just puts like a fist out and says, Hero time? Hero time. And Flint fist bumps. Perfect. Uh, Cassius is still talking to this lobs. <laughs> Where they may radio.